I am unashamed. What about you? So now you're not, you're unretired, you were retired for... No, I'm retired from competition golf. I mean, that that did it. Here's, here's what happened. The day before this big golf tournament, because I didn't want to play anyway. My buddy, who's a good golfer, you know him, Mickey. Yep. I, I met him, I shared Jesus with him years ago. He, he brought a package down here, Duck Commander. And we always, you taught us this, but... You know, if someone makes it down here, we figured that God must have sent them because <laughs> why else would you be down here? <laughs> I mean, it's, you can't even hardly get pipe sunshine in. This, this is, is so far out of the only place <laughs> civilization does not exist. And by the way, the only people left down here, I mean, they used to call them river rats. Now in this, everyone's so sensitive now about what you, what you call them. But I, there's one group of people who are unoffendable, which are these people down here. I mean, yeah. we call them rednecks because we are a redneck, and you're not going to offend them. You can call me a redneck. Yeah. I think you get that because you, you're we always are outside, and so your necks are burned. Now, ours can't be from the front because of the beer. Yeah, because I think they add a little more to that. <laughs> well, they they're, they're thinking of more than a sun on your neck. <laughs> They're thinking of you. Are you offended if someone calls you a redneck? I'm, I take that as a badge of honor. Me too. I like it. But here's what's funny to me. So, But your I, neck hadn't been red. You're right. I guess. I, I come down here, and, and I had quite a day the day before the golf tournament. I, I went metal detecting two hours out of town. Woke up 5 o'clock morning. Well, on the way back, I stopped in because I thought, you know, I might already hit a couple balls. It's been a couple weeks. It's a hit, but I'm, you know, I'm the type of person that I'm so confident that borderline cocky that I'm like, Oh, I'll figure it out. Oh, it's not borderline. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a competitor. So I hit a few balls. You know, I caught, caught up with my partner out there. We played now I played terrible, but I thought, Oh, well I'm, I'm ready. And so then I come down here about dark. I mean, I had a full day and we go frog hunt, which was my first frog hunt of the year. What I did notice is, you know, we came down here right when it was getting dark. And this place down here, Redneck Central, it's kind of like a, oh, you saw Mad Max, right? Oh, yeah. It's like these people around here drive with all these weird-looking vehicles and three-wheelers, and they got the lights, <laughs> and it, it reminds me of that movie. And they're just, they don't, there's no laws as far as what side and of the road. Most of the trucks, you're right, are kind of like those were where they're, Put together, they're different colors, yeah. paint on there. You know, that's, so that's kinda, the way yeah, it yeah. is. And so we're. I'm seeing all this. I, I had to get. You know, some guy run me off the road because he had so bright a lights on the way down here. I literally could not see, and I, I I hit the ditch, and he was in my lane. You know, and I looked, and there was like a couple of people on these old timey three wheelers with like different kind of. <laughs> car parts on them and they all took off, you know, just out in the woods. I'm like, what the heck is going on down here? <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, because you don't come out a lot at night, so we don't really know what happens. I didn't realize and what Dad you were going through. I didn't realize what you were going through down here. Oh, man. Where are you <laughs> So anyway, oh, we bail off right in the middle of it. So we go over for the frog hunt. Phil had got us his boat, let us use his boat, add it out in that little, there's a little beaver pond type thing that he made. We call it the bass lake, but the beavers have, you know, they've, they've infested it. So Phil told Jay, which I didn't know this, he said, kill the beavers if you see them. Well, I wasn't, you know, privy to all that. So we get in the boat and we got duck commander sent a cameraman. That's kind of, they were like, hey, first time you go frog hunting, I was hungry for frogs. Let us know and we want to film it. So this is being filmed. Oh, it's being filmed. And these guys, you know how these guys are. You know what I mean? This guy, he got way too much equipment. You know what I mean? We're waiting on him. (laughs) He's trying to put some contraption on me the whole time. He's invading my personal space. I was like, this is getting weird. (laughs) So, but anyway, we get in the boat. We literally push the boat off, take off. We We don't go 20 yards. And I'm shining for frogs, and I hear just shuffling and just 
I look back and Jay unleashes a clip, a nine millimeter clip. And, <laughs> and I look, it was a beaver had popped up beside the boat. Now, here's the problem. We had just left. Well, Jay fired, I don't know how many this thing holds. It seemed like 15. It shot. is 15. I mean, he pop, 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 pop. I said, Jay. He said, what? He said, I'm trying to kill this beaver. I said, you're shooting toward my truck. Look, my truck was right behind. He just put 15 rounds. Was there any ricochets? That well, here's what's funny. I get in my truck, turn the key on, you know, a couple hours later after the hunt. And Did, my, my check engine light comes on. I thought, yep. Yeah. I took that dude, my stupid nephew-in-law or whatever he is, you know. He's just a nephew. A veteran now has now shot my to, truck. You're beginning to delve into the deep personality of what a redneck really is. You're, you're, the audience uh, 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 is listening to uh, you. Uh, and thinking, uh, yeah, yeah, he's proud to be a redneck, but he doesn't understand. It's, it's more than a redness on your neck. It's much deep, much deeper than that. I mean, I thought we've been out here five minutes, and I literally just watched my truck get, get shot. Get shot. That's right. And he's looking at me like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "You're," because when I said that, he just paused. Because then it he is realized, dark, so you can't see your rig parked over in the thicket. Well, I just figured common sense. You know what I mean? You pull out, you park, you pull out, you turn around and just fire. Wait till you get down of the way. <laughs> Good grief. So, so anyway. you were saying about the four-wheelers running into a bunch of rednecks, what's going on down there? Then well, you pull that, that that's right. Exactly. Like, that's that's right. what's going on. You're right. right. All you were missing was the apocalyptic uh, three-wheeler. I mean, that's you had everything going on the same yeah. way. Well, since then an argument developed over. I'm like, what is this hail of gunfire? <laughs> Look, shoot once and make it count. <laughs> Sniper. Well, he Because he – I'm like, I don't get what, – what do we just – so we, but, you, but again, that's right. So you know why he did? Because he had fifteen in there. We <laughs> go. I just gave the speech. We go fifty yards. I said, "Congo, Congo." There's a there's a bull Congo piled up on the bank that literally to looked, the that's audience. A, that's a, a water bull Congo is an is a cotton mouth moccasin. But it was a freak of highly, nature. Highly, he he looked big, like, huge. Looked like we a, usually reserve Congo for the really big yeah, ones. Yeah, this is the big one. So I said, Congo. Jay, bah, 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 just chewing up. <laughs> There's no Amy. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's just into spraying. And I'm like, I think he... You're giving a little insight into <laughs> if some of the city dwellers will say... <laughs> Are you rednecks in the middle of nowhere? You know, just barely paved roads. Most they they were dirt a few years ago, yep. but they paved them thinly. But now you begin to understand why. If the city dwellers say, "How often do you folks down there in them rural areas hear gunfire?" and and then we have to tell them it never ends hardly. <laughs> well, love. I mean, it's all day and all I, night. I don't know. But very few people are ever shot. No, v- rare for someone. But we heard to be shots shot. all night. Well, it, you know, I, I used to listen to it saying, "What? What are they?" Well, and the reason why, Dad, is because we're out here in some wide open spaces. The people that are hearing gunshots in cities, there's people everywhere, so they're doing the same thing. Unfortunately, except people are getting killed because yeah. there's people everywhere. Well, we got well, a, in a beaver. city. Speaking of ricochets. Well, you, you see can't these little kids anywhere without hitting uh, some somebody's well, property exactly. or uh, yeah. You know, exactly. So so we start the frog on and look, we went pretty good ways. Nothing, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, it looks spectacular. I hadn't hunted here in a couple of years. And she saved the frog. How do frogs deal with gunfire? Maybe <laughs> you ran them all. I off. did think of that. I said maybe <laughs> when you come out and shoot thirty times that before you start your frog yeah. gun. I don't no, know. No, a frog so, tends to be oblivious to yeah, gunfire. Really does. Okay. So we finally, you know, went around a couple bends and boom, here's a frog. I was like, good grief, what a frog! I mean, huge. So I catch him. You know, then I catch another one, and but it's it was just slow. I'll tell I, your uh, audience the the way to catch frogs is to get in the front of a a motor boat puttering along yeah. and, and he just goes in it toward the bank. When you see the frog, keep a light on him 
and the frog won't he move. Won't move and, the lights and, and, and you just mm-hmm. pick him up with your hands, yeah. well, back the boat up, and go down and get another one. You literally are not gigging them. You're not shooting them. Well, you can't gig them in Louisiana anymore. But anyway, which that's using a little prong that I think yep. they just didn't want to hurt the frog. Okay, if you're going to eat him. <laughs> yeah. But I get it. By the way, did fine. you eat the frogs? Did I eat them? Were they <laughs> yes. fine? As fine as I've ever eaten in my life. I mean, I was What would craving. you say a frog leg, if you had to say what what's you know, it like? What would you say a frog leg tastes well, people like? People say chicken, but it's, it's not, not nothing chicken. like chicken. Chicken is way drier than a frog. Yep. Uh, it's juicy. A frog is more moist. Uh, now, look, the way these were so big, and which, by the way, about the fourth frog, Jay, I, you know, I shine a light because it sounds easy. Oh, you pull up there and just pick them up. Oh, yeah. But Jay, <laughs> well, I you can, know, we're going to the they're frog. Already gearing up for oh, season, I, they? I, I, I need to watch whatever they came up with because it, <laughs> it was action packed. I've looked for some Duck Commander social website. I'm sure they'll put it out. But I'm like, here's the frog, and look, the boat just veered. Where, where, I'm, where are we going? And so I, I was in that moment where. I'm like, my body will not grab this frog, you know, right. but without getting injured. But I just unless I leave the boat. Yeah, and I didn't want to jump. You know, I'm like, I gotta play in this golf tournament tomorrow. <laughs> so I just tried to stretch as far as I could and I thought if I can't make it up, but you know, it's like when I got right it was just a little further. And when as soon as I grabbed him, a cramp hit me from the top of my shoulder. <laughs> and you thought it was a cotton mouth. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I thought I'd die. <laughs> so I rolled around on the front of the boat. I kind of blacked out. It hurt so bad. Jay, <laughs> uh, how long does this story last? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just, it wasn't a story. It's what happened it two nights ago. So then we we oh that God. happens, and then I catch the biggest frog I've ever caught in my life. Yeah, I want to try to get a, a picture of it so we can show it. They took pictures from every conceivable angle because when I caught him, I didn't make it that big a deal about it, but I was like, this is the biggest frog I've ever caught in 40 years of frog hunting. Now, I'm going to be honest. I tried to eat that joker, and it was it was basically a gnaw fest. I just gnawed around on him. <laughs> too big. but uh, Probably a little tough, too. Tough. Now, the other four were big, and they were delicious, but that, that one, I mean, that I wonder joker. if that just means he was old. Like, maybe he just lived a long time. So oh, he was a, old. Old, old. And yeah. he just, somebody said. You caught said the king the, of the bullfrog. The, the, the world's largest frogs are in Africa. Because my buddy tried to get me to go with him to catch frogs in Africa. And I actually thought about it. But and I there's been country. If somebody knows what country, let yeah, us. Know. I don't know, but let me tell you because I go to Africa. I guess he was from there. You know, I mean, this he he was just a giant. So it had to be some kind of different strain. Well, when I go to Liberia, I mean, their rivers and stuff are beautiful. I mean, like the place is just you know. What if awful, they eat them down there? I don't know. I'm going to ask Isaac, my my friend. But yeah, the like rivers look like they would be conducive to great fish. Probably and, so. But I, but then again, I you know no, there's no you know like worried about stuff going in the river. I mean, so I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. I've always been a little just leery of everything because yeah. it's, it's you know there's no plumbing. You know, there, it's just people living in dirt. You know, shacks. It, it's it's not good. Well, let's take a break, and I'll tell you what happened next. All right. So one of the things we enjoy on our um, Unashamed podcast is our Black Rifle coffee. I don't think we enjoy it. I, I would consider that a necessity. Yeah. I mean, to me, I've said for years, the Holy Spirit and good, strong black coffee. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that's what these guys do. Uh, they make great coffee. Uh, we like it super strong. It's good coffee. So we like the it's we like the the uh, double whatever they call it. The well, double that's black. the double barrel. Double black. Holy Spirit, strong strong coffee. Because this is no, we drink it strong. Which you know, the coffee flavor or style has something to do with it. But right. what what we're getting at is you put as much coffee grounds as yeah. possible, as little water as possible to have three cups. <laughs> yeah, and that creates well a bomb it, it creates a bomb but and, we need it for a podcast yeah. to be good we like it and they do have lighter roast uh, by the way if you don't like your coffee one super of the dark. finest things i've found in life <clears throat> is like this morning you pull up down there just after daylight in the woods it was still 
It's and it's before the heat comes in Louisiana, but in the middle of nowhere, you pour your cup of coffee and just sit there. <laughs> just, Someone says, "You've got you dramatic don't... here." Huh? I felt like he's making some kind of. I was going to a movie scene, I'm opening saying, scene. There's a man looking uh, like oh, you drinking look, in the woods. Look, it, it's a moment, but <laughs> I only bring it up. But it, it's for me. I'm. It, I'm just saying. But I don't care what anybody thinks about it. It is a good moment to be in the quietness yeah. of a lot of woods. That's right. And a lot of mud, and a lot of water, and a lot of critters, and you're seeing things fly around. Oh, you're I mean, enjoying to, your black tell rifle. Them sit coffee. there. Tell them how they can order. We're gonna. So black the black it. rifle coffee club. Uh, you can go to blackriflecoffee.com/slash/fill. You get a discount code fill. You get twenty percent off your first order any of their products, including their coffee club, which we're members of. So, uh, if you want to have that joy joyful moment, that I'm that sitting there. Had, you know what I'm thinking. This is as good as it gets. As good as it gets. This is it. I said, this right here is as good as it gets on earth. Black Rifle Coffee. I know it's a crazy thought, but, you know. BlackRifleCoffeeClub.com slash Phil, 20% off. So the story continues. Oh, yeah. Well, one. then, so I catch the frogs. <laughs> Go ahead and hey, wrap it up. Uh, hey, what, well, you've said it before. He ain't running out of stories. Look, so I, this is not a story. This just happened. <laughs> so I caught the frogs. Well, then I wake up next morning, and I, you know, you just, I'm like, man, I was hurting. I got to go play in a golf tournament. What I didn't know was they got this set up like the U.S. Open. They've moved everybody back. I'm playing on the championship tees. They're announcing me before I hit. There's oh boy. a smattered, you know. And you were you were West frog right. hunting, and it kind of hit me right that moment. I thought, I'm not prepared for this. No, I topped my first drive. <laughs> Just topped. Chase, it. I always remember. <laughs> Rednecks and golf courses. No. They, they just don't come together, dude. Everybody else there you're, you're look your the complete opposite of me. What the old advertisement and, say? Stay in your lane, bro. Look, <laughs> yeah, from the frog hunt to the uh, golf course is not well, the in your lane, bro. Look, my number one golf thought is don't embarrass yourself. There you what go. I did. You said that just recently because you were chipping out of the backyard. You was like, the last thing I want to do is embarrass myself. And Look, here we go. I topped that drive. So everybody, the crowd looked kind of stunned, you know. And I said, how many of y'all went frog hunting last night? That's the only thing I can That's say. That's what I do. Say, you know. Well, I mean, I, we do these two things. Two things, Jace. And this yeah. is your father talking. Right. Two things I'm not going to participate in. <laughs> and that is playing golf. What's the other one? I don't know. I'll tell you. <laughs> There's got to be another. <laughs> so oh, I, you can't make playing golf and this and, and walking down the road with a sign in my hand. I'm not going to do any one okay. of either of one of those things. Well, I, what are you doing? Well, I'm walking why down this road, that. and i got a statement to make on the, with this sign I'm carrying. I'm it's, not going to do either one of those I things. I see why you forgot it. Look, so, so anyway, I want to tell you Bill's this. not protesting. So I am retired from competition golf. However, I played that those 18 holes. I tried my hardest. I have a partner, and it's four ball for you golfers out there. So you're playing your own ball by the rules. You got tee box back, roughs up, greens are fast. We shoot 81, or let me say, my partner did. We were like and la- 81 in the championship round is not good. No, that's terrible. We were the dead last in our flight. So I told him at the end, I never made a par. I've never played a round of golf and not made one par while I was trying. So I'm like, look, do you want to just DQ? or Because we got to play the next day. What's DQ? Disqualify, disqualify yourself. Drop out. Okay. Due to a frog hunt. Due to and a- I, I wasn't myself. <laughs> yeah. We wasn't ourselves said, no, yet. let's just let's, let's play. I mean, I disqualified plus- me over the years <laughs> in a lot of areas. <laughs> Sign, carrying, and golf. Disqualified. DQ. So, but you didn't it. even tell the audience. It's also heat index one ten this 110. weekend. That's what I'm saying. Look, you're playing weekend. the ball down. You know, uh, it, it's a, six hour round. And and the like the three of the par fives were playing like six hundred yards. Oh I'm gosh. like, there's a lot of bad things that can happen from here all the way down there. You know, and it just yep. 
I just wasn't yeah. prepared. Yeah, I hadn't been practicing. I mean, I'm a decent golfer. I'm not mentally up to that. I just not. <laughs> so I, I, well, I wasn't either. I and think look, it's fun if you're good. Well, but well, I don't know how long it's going to take you to look, get good. Well, I'm competitive. And stay good. That's the other problem. I'm competitive. I'm confident. Sometimes cocky. And I thought, oh, I'll figure it out. And I, now I realized on about number seventeen, I like, I have failed here, <laughs> which is hard to say that to yourself. <laughs> And I told my partner, oh, I used to say Look. that about whole nine. That's the difference in me and you. I said, I'm not going to. I know you're not supposed to apologize. That's like, but man. And he, you know, he's a better golfer than me. And he wasn't happy about shooting 81. But well, if he would have played ago, like you, me, we would have shot. I shot 100, you know. I was like, could have been worse. A couple of years ago, you were right with him, though. You, I you, used to play good. and you But know, you got to play a lot. And, you do. You know. So anyway, here's what he said. No, let's do it. And so I went home, told Missy, you know, I was like, well, I'm retired from competition golf. She's all oh, you'll be fine tomorrow. And I'm like, nope, no, I'm serious. I didn't make a par. It's over. And uh, she's like, got to get back up. You know, and you know what? She was right. And I didn't let it affect my attitude. So then I get up. We have a great uh, time of worship mm-hmm. Sunday. And I, I was like, why would I let something so frivolous even affect my personality. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and all the pageantry, you know, and the guy, I was like, I got caught up in that. Yeah. I was like, i tell you what. <laughs> yeah. fixed to see a spirit-filled, fearless. <laughs> yeah. And look, I, yeah. I literally. You played Holy Spirit golf. I, I we, we pulled in. I said, come pick me up. I, I got there like five minutes before tea time because he was thinking I wasn't going to show up. And uh, I was because, but I was, we were at church, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, look, take me to the driving range. And he's like, man, we got a tee on for him. I said, I'm going to hit one ball. I said, he said, why? I said, because I didn't yesterday. So do something different. (laughs) So I hit one ball. I just snap hooked it. You know, I said, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I I got on the tee. They did the announcement. We're going through the same thing. But I was thinking, no, it's going to be a little bit different today. I fixed a swing as hard (laughs) as I could swing with. Just unleash. Turn into Shambleau. I hit it right <laughs> down the pipe about 295. I turned around and said, Yeah. An exuberation <laughs> entered your body again. No, You're oh, like, no. I am the king. No, I, I said, You got to act well, like you've me. been here before. <laughs> yeah. And because it doesn't matter how you drive, it's how you I arrive. I would have been saying something like, Boy, that was dog luck. <laughs> no, I, I just had it in my eyes, you know. I got up here, next shot, boop, right toward the pin. Jace, you're approaching 50 years old, son. No, he's he's there. Is he? You're 50 years old. (laughs) So look, the day has come. Your whiskers are beginning to gray. Jace, (laughs) stay off the street with the sign. And don't go to the golf course. <laughs> yeah. You just got to well, give it up, son. I, might, I think I might do that. But anyway, I wanted to finish the tour. We shot 81 the first day. We shot 69 the second day. Because you showed up. Well, I had three birdies. Three bars. Yeah. You know, so. Because you just, you didn't show up the first day. So you can't, you can't get caught up in, in the world's events. And plus I was out there, you know. Like the little cart girl came, you know, I introduced Jesus to her. I mean, I I, I was looking at the bigger picture. Well, the same time you're doing all of that, uh, I pulled up at the church building. Because your dad's back meeting Several bodyguards were there. (laughs) And some guy, I hear somebody screaming off a ways. I didn't know what he was saying at first. Because you don't hear that well anyway. I don't hear that well. In the parking lot? In the parking lot. I heard someone screaming and I noticed the bodyguard looked over that way, and and I heard white supremacists, uh, racists, and some some guy was chewing on me for just pulling up at the church building. And I thought to myself, I said, "What did he say?" And the bodyguard said, "Well, he's calling you a racist and a white supremacist." Now, was he what? Was he an African American or was he? Uh, was no, he white? he's a white dude. But <coughs> anyway, guess a young white college dude. The bodyguard said, "Go in, get in there, get in there." And so we did just one way in and one way out, unless you're with the bodyguards. So I go in there, and uh, they told me later that uh, they went over and said, uh, "That guy you're calling a white supremacist and a racist." Said half the congregation More in than there. Half. Or African American, about sixty percent. Sixty percent are African American. What are you talking about? <laughs> what a moron! You need you. He said 
the, the bodyguard said he would have been confronted him. He said, "You need to go in there. He'll he'll he, he'll talk about Jesus this morning." That's right. And half the people in there, over half of them, are and African American. Right. Why are you talking about racist? Are yeah. you nuts? Yeah. Why don't you go in there and check it out, man? Yeah. He said, "No, no, I'm good. I'm good." So, <laughs> well, you know, you know what? That's just going to have a Bible lesson. Yeah. On Sunday morning with some of the brothers. Right. And somebody, hey, hey, hey. Now that, you say, so how'd that affect you? I took it as a badge of honor. Yeah. I didn't hold it against well, him. And it's- I didn't hold it against <laughs> him one bit. I just walked in there, opened my Bible up, you know. We had had a little meal there, and we partook of the Lord's Supper. And we remember we love one another. And I'm telling them about Jesus, and someone says, what possibly could be? Why would someone have a problem with that? So I'm looking at America, you know, Jace is having a problem with the golf game, but I'm looking (laughs) at the people that are carrying the signs. One of them is hollering at me, and I'm I'm just walking in on Sunday morning to talk about Jesus, and they're, I'm like, you know. Well, you know, it's funny, because one time. I tell you what it is, it's sad. Well, we did an event. You and I did an event one time up in uh, Montana, and there was a bunch of protesters. I running. remember that. And it was really interesting because and when we pulled in, you know, they were yelling. But I, when I read all their signs, because I thought, well, I wonder what their what signs are going to be against us, you know, against you. And I, like, agreed with every sign. It was, you know, God loves everybody. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. just, it was like, I was like, I, I agree with all the signs. I don't Maybe know. Maybe they wanted to preach, but I got in there. What, what happens, Dad, is, is this idea about they, they believe a lie. Let's, let's take another break. Uh, so, uh, Dad, one of our favorite uh, sponsors is, uh, and I just was on the phone with him this past week, was our friends at Omega XL. Uh, every time I talk to him, I, I love it because I learn a little bit more about some of the science behind it. And I won't go into all that because I'm not sure I quite get everything, but it does give me more confidence that this is a great product. Um, whether it's back, knees, neck, shoulder pain, the problem is inflammation, which is what this product helps you with. So it's Omega. It's the end of inflammation. Maybe so. The Alpha and Omega. Oh, it's just that's, a that's a good question, though. They need to the, use that. Well, see, I just see, gave them their new some mar- title. There's some marketing. The end, the end of inflammation. inflammation. Omega. All I know You're is welcome. I've been taking it now for a month or so, and there is no inflammation. Yeah, I mean, me anything. too. Well, that's pretty incredible. Me too. I, no I, inflammation. I've taken no because um, your your pain no, your normal walk of life is inflammatory. <laughs> that right. is. Correct. <laughs> until I wallow in the until, mud daily. That's right. So uh, we want you guys to give it a try. I'm telling you, it, it works. Uh, and the older you are, the more the inflammation is. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but, you know, even if you have uh, problems and you're young, here's how you get started. You go to um, OmegaXL.com, OmegaXL.com slash fill. Uh, you get uh, you buy your first bottle, you get your second one free. So it's half off on the first run, which is really great. That gives you enough to take it for several months. You can also call them at 800-844-4888. That's 800-844-4888. Get working on your inflammation. They believe a lie. You know, the Bible talks so much about people being blinded. So so this kid, you know, whatever motivated him on the Sunday morning to be on that street corner, obviously he knew, I guess he knew you were going to be there or maybe just saw you. But he didn't know what he's talking about. Like he's he's yelling things that are in complete ignorance. He, he's just yeah, no. he, he did. You know what I'm saying? Because what what you were about to do is go in and share Jesus with a group of people that 60 percent of them are black. Everybody in that room knows you're not a racist and a white supremacist. But they're ignorant. They don't know. And these people are out running around. They're, they think they're doing this great work, like a cause. Most yeah. of it, they're just ignorant. I feel sorry for most of them, oh, yeah, and, you know, until they start tearing. Well, stuff I up. mean, we all agree that you know racism is a problem. It's, sure, you know, we got it. We going hate on. it more than anybody. Yeah, I, I we know. were out here. Some of these people, oh, they're racist. I've mm-hmm. heard things they say, but that's one thing that in Christ we've never been, nor have I even, you know. Let other people, like if I'm around people who are racist, I'll let them know where I stand without any oh, I, hesitation yeah. whatsoever. You and me both. But 
What they don't realize is I think what the world is is searching for, you know, we have it in Christ. We're 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 in places because our you know the church where we meet across the river from where you are is the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's there's every kind of different ethnic group that we just because sure. we we have given our our heart and our mind to these passages that say you're all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And so you say, well, yep, but the women will say, well, how come we're not all daughters? Or Just hang on. Let me finish reading it. <laughs> For all of you who were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Christ didn't have any racist tendencies whatsoever. He was kind and compassionate and loved everyone. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. There's the male nor female. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So, I mean, you look at the different classes of people, because that, you know, we know from our study in the in the school in the Greek language that when you see that, most people think the slave or free, they're instantly offended because they're thinking about the slavery that, you know, happened in America. But in in these days, they translate those words, they were just, it was the it was a completely different, whole different thing. System. Yeah, a whole different system. But he was basically saying no matter where you're where you come from, how much money you have, whether you're male or female, what you do, we're all one in Jesus. That's it. There's no color there so we don't notice it. I mean you literally don't notice it. Right. And what we do in the I world even, I hadn't thought about it until he started saying I was a racist and a White supremacist. Uh-huh. Then I thought about Mike. That dude needs to walk in the door over here. Come right. over here. Quit well, hollering and come in and check this out. Which is why. Listen it, to this. Ignorance. Because of your the people who are, are without no Jesus, because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath. When his righteous judgment will be revealed, God will give to each person according to what he has done. You'll be known for love or hate, for good or evil, for peace or war. You will be known for one or the other. Well, to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he'll give eternal life. Check us out. For, but for those who are self-seeking, you're like, mm, who reject the truth mm, and follow evil, mm, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress. Let's see. For every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, and then for the Gentile, that's every last one of them. Because watch, but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. And I love this, for God does not show favoritism, Al. Yep. He does not show favoritism. He doesn't care about your background, ethnic makeup. He does not care, that's right. Jew or Gentile. So you read that, you say... You were walking in there to give them a few words of encouragement to remember Jesus by partaking of the Lord's Supper together because you're bent on doing good. Just do good. So that guy, you say, did you get mad? Not at all. You said, did you get upset? Not at all. I just found it a little amusing that the very thing he was honored about, I was living proof and the people inside that structure we're living proof. There was no systemic racism there. Right. None. Zero. And but the poor soul didn't come over and check us out, so I don't well, know what to tell him. Maybe maybe that uh, conversation will help him. That, maybe. That the guy had with him. Yeah, I wanted to read this. Uh, you know, when you look at James 2, you think about the teachings that we that that result in people looking at you as God made and forgiven in Jesus and part of your forever family, no matter what color or background or gender. A lot of that's based on, when we have Bible study, we have Bible study every week. 
when you run across something like this in James 2, it says, My brothers as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, because you know why, because we know how these churches operate. You think this guy got some money. Hey, oh, contribution I lo- I, budget I lo- may go up. I looked out there yesterday at the audience. I sit at a table because I don't want to talk down to anyone. So I sit at a table for good reason. I'm seated. So I'm giving them this lesson, and I look out there, and I see a couple of guys, homeless guys. I guarantee you, uh, old James, one of them, I I looked at the other one. I would say he probably hadn't had a bath in six months. Maybe not. (laughs) You're like, so – but, but in that environment, there he sat, both of them. I just saw him sitting there, and I said, mm-hmm. good night. That's a couple of them old guys come off the street, you know, that I pointed to Jesus. Yeah. So, But the guy hollering across the street, if he could have just walked in there, I said, yeah, there's a couple of brothers right there. You want to meet them? Yeah. You know, and I introduced them to him. But they were sitting there, quiet, yeah. paying attention, singing songs, praying, all together. Yeah. You're like, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's where you are in James there, Jace. Yeah, he said. Hang on, dude. All right. <clears throat> so there's a, a woman I've, I've been seeing her on the television as too, named Deborah. And here here was her line: "I couldn't believe we were being evicted from our home that we did not sell." Hmm. I mean, that's a that's a strange occurrence that happened to Deborah, and what happened is they basically stole her home uh, on online. They went and they hacked into wherever the title for her home was. Another downside for computers. There you go. Uh, and and basically, these cyber thieves got her title, borrowed all this money, and then they foreclosed on her home, and she never even sold it, which was terrible. So this can happen. Uh, and has happened to people. So we want to encourage you guys to take a look. You go to HomeTitleLock.com. Home Title Lock is a company that's going to help protect you. Uh, you register your address, make sure that you still own your home. You use the code Phil when you go to HomeTitleLock.com. 30 days of free protection just to check it out. So HomeTitleLock.com, use the code Phil and protect your home. They, they, these two had front row seats, Jace. Yeah, he said, if you say to the poor man, you stand there, sit on the floor by yeah. my feet. Yeah. And then it says, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? And he then goes on to say, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But, I mean, the bottom line is favoritism is something – that we just don't do. Right. You know? Well, I had to, I confronted a, We don't have pews, by the way, because pews, I just looked at that and I said, the only interaction you can have in with church pews mm-hmm. is the back your, is amazing. Your, your immediate right or your immediate left, yeah, the I ones in front of you, they're not going to turn around. So you said it's a pretty good idea. To sit at a table, that way everybody is facing one mm-hmm. another. All the way to me talking to them, I'm, I don't want to be towering above them. I just want to be talking mm-hmm. with them. You well, see right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I hate I hate our pew, which we're finally getting rid of them. Praise the Lord for that. But I, I was thinking about as I confronted a, a – and she's a, a dear sister. I love her. She's an older lady. But somebody had told me that the, the week, some point on the prior Sunday, this has been a while ago, that – there was a group of visitors there and the, where she normally sits. And so she comes up and asks them to move because that's her seat. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard about that before. I got so angry. I had to like pray about it before I talked to her because that made me so angry because I thought, what your seat, that's not your seat. 
these people come in to hear about yeah. Jesus, and you're going to. But t- when you read that verse, it took me back to the church. And pews, I just got mad all over again. Church just pews, Al. Church pews are not conducive to for interaction. A table that they're seated at, seated at mm-hmm. and, and they're facing each other and they have a little meal there. What remember Jesus, the Lord's Supper, way better. Well, than, than, what was than, that question? That what was that question? Somebody wrote in about. They were saying they were trying to find, pick a denomination or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they uh, were. Um, read that question because I think it goes in with what we're saying. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, I thought it was really interesting. Find um, the ones who love each other and do not show favoritism and camp out right there. Well, I was going to say this, though. The, 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 the question, I'll, I don't know. Well, here, let me read it. I want right. to read what he said because this is, I think a lot of our podcast listeners are like uh, he is. He lives in Florida, but he's from Michigan. Uh, he said, I've been listening for about 60 episodes and have a question about God versus Jesus cause, and about the deity. Uh, I don't have a Bible because I'm not sure which one I should use. There's a lot to choose from. Any suggestions, he said. And I'm going to email you, by the way. I don't have your name here. Um, and he also said, um, I haven't chosen a denomination. I'm still researching that. So then his question was about, he said, we've been talking about Jesus being the Son of God, but then also we talk about him being God in flesh. So he was Well, but here's what I was gonna say. <laughs> By the I, way, I, I tell him this, in well, Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. So when we say, because he well, said, sometimes y'all say God in flesh. Yeah, it's a both and, not an either one. But that's, that's why right. you zero in on Jesus. I mean, that, we do get that question a lot. But I didn't really want to address that. I think if he listens to another podcast, you'll figure out Jesus is the image of God. It's an unusual situation where someone represents God and man. But that's what he did because that basically is the bridge in how right. you understand God is through Jesus. These are basic things that we go over time and time again. The problem I had was it's like uh, these people that come you know, on these church shows that say, you know, attend the church of your choice or find the plate, you know, like he is. I haven't done enough research, and I'll save you some time. What you find in your research about denominations, you're going to find imperfect people. You're going to find reasons always that, show that they're not perfect. And you say, well, what's your point? The point is when in Acts 2, when the church was established, I pretty much think everybody agrees with that. Acts 2, the church was established? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'm saying no matter what denomination, I think we all, when the Holy Spirit was poured out. <laughs> and the, all, and the and, Lord added to the church those who were being Well, saved. that's what I'm getting at. You don't really join a church. The Lord... Adds you uh, to the church. Now, uh, where is that specific verse? Is it 41? Yep. Because yep. I don't want to just throw that out there. But here's my point. So we share Jesus. So you're introduced to Jesus because he represents the deity in bodily form. You fall in love with Jesus. You surrender to him. You respond. You say, I'm going to... Except Christ, I'm gonna make him my Lord. I'm I'm reenact verbiage, but yeah, yeah. I reenact his death, burial, and resurrection. That's why people are baptized. You you the benefits from all that. Well, you're in. It's not like you go because we say we go to church. Right. No, you're in. The Lord adds you. Uh, what did you say it was? That, 41. 41. I, Acts 2, 41. NIV says to, added to their number, which is a great way. The King James says added to the church daily, those who have been saved. Well, NIV and 47. Says, 47 says it too. And the Lord added to their number daily, those who are being saved. So the Lord adds you. So when you say, I'm going to go find a church, you missed it. That sentence does not make any sense. Right. You're just going to go find a building where some people have said we're going to get together as a church. But the Lord, the church is an organism of people united, not not to a building or a sign or a slogan, all over the world. And we move around 
I was going to say like rats. Why are you there? Why are you there? You know, well, we do. We move around. We move around. And represent Jesus, who's who's the head. Chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation, people belonging to God. Uh, You got, uh, yep, and then you got, that's uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, about verse 14 or so in there. Then you got this, fellow citizens with God's household, fellow citizens with God's people, let's see, members of God's household, uh, the building joined together, the temple in the Lord. Yeah, but they're missing your point. The people are the building. That's it. The people are the temple. That's what my point is. Yeah, they're not, it's not the build. you're not. And it's not the group. Hang on, let's take our last break. Yeah, it's not. It's not. But but I will. In his defense, and many others, it's if you just look at the landscape without knowing, it's confusing. Like it's so many different. Well, which one is, how would this you one ever does it this like, way? This one does it. Ow, it's one. like he needs a, to remember the word denomination is not in the Bible. It's not. But it's like buying a lottery ticket. And yeah. and and the problem is you're not going to win anyway. Wherever you go, there, you got imperfect people. That's right. So when you're going to this structure, it's like eating fish to me. You know, I love fish, but so there are bones if that you must spit out, or it will cause consequences. If he's looking for the perfect group, uh, he's going to be wandering across well, the earth the well, rest of his he's life. He's probably not. He's just trying to figure out which which is the best group. And and I always say, look, but I, Al, people do that for twenty years. I know that that that's like, well, I just can't find the right church. Right? What are you talking about? You are the church. If you've surrendered to Jesus, it's like an excuse for not living like Jesus in your normal. I'm not saying he's doing that. What he should but do. But it feels is- that way because it's a, it's a question that's unanswerable or, or it's a thought that doesn't make any sense. You don't really find a church. The Lord finds you. What he needs to do is convert a couple of people. So now there's three of them. And Jesus said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'll be there. Well, these three, now there was one, but he converted a man and his wife. So now there's three of them. Well, then those three go out and convert two more. Now they're growing. Then they convert three or four more. And this one over here, you look up one day, there's about 20 of you. You're like, well, whose house are we going to meet in? So you go right. from house to house, and somebody says, tell you what, they did it for there's 100 years. of us now because we've been out sharing Jesus with people. What are we going to do now? Well, if you want to... Nail up some boards and brick and mortar. You want to meet there, but you don't have to. <laughs> but you see, can just I stay mean, in your houses, well, meet there, and They did it that way the rock first on. 300 years. That's why they did it. That's why Most they did. people go to one church, and they just go there, you know, till they die. I go to many churches, <laughs> I and because I, I'm thinking of it backwards. I'm like, I'm in the church. It, it's, a, it's an organization that's not tied to a building. It, it's organized by God. He added me to it. I mean it whether I, you know, I was aware of it or not. Right. So we're moving around. I find other people that love Jesus and that share Jesus. I don't care what the sign says. I meet there because everyone you go to, there's always going to be problems. Yep. Yeah. So, but I think if people are trying to find the perfect church, well, you just wasted your whole life. <laughs> you well, always, find the perfect. I always say, savior. if you find the perfect church and join it, yeah. you just ruined it because you're not perfect. So it's if it's you over. Fi- if you find the perfect savior and you surrender to him, which is Jesus, you're in the church, which is has a lot of imperfections, but we're forgiven by the grace of God, and so then you function in that from a serving attitude instead of well, let me or you know, like the woman said, well, somebody sitting in my seat. I mean, that's when you just want to do a spiritual slap and say, <laughs> I did. have you lost your mind? <laughs> I did. <laughs> We're, but it, that's what I mean when you told me that. It may be, I mean, this is a sore subject for me because yeah. people just, it's like a club. It's no, it's no different from the golf club that I play golf. That's right. You go, oh, I tell the you golf follow pro, the rules. I tell the golf pro that I'm yeah. like, your job and my job, because back then mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was like, well, they're very similar. You know that's that's the way it's viewed from from the group itself. You're trying to keep people happy. You got a bunch of gripey people over here. You got other people trying to enjoy golf, and that golf pro is like me. It's that's a social a, club. Yeah. Well, look, and half of them. I shouldn't put a number out. A lot of people at the at the church club 
they're living like the devil. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just, the night before was yeah. the last thing about representing Jesus. So you're like, well, what's wrong with this picture? The picture is the way you're perceiving this. Right. You, you don't go around and try to find somebody that you're going to agree with because you're never going to find that. I mean, we don't agree with each other, and we're in the family. We love each other. Right. We basically have the same background. We don't agree with each other on every little old point. That's right. Now, we agree with each other on Jesus. Yep. The rest of it will work out. We discuss. We try. But you can't get bogged down in, in the denominational world. I think that's was the evil one's plan, not, not God's plan. You splinter yeah. them all up, keep them arguing about things that don't matter. Just think about how many verses are in the New Testament that we don't read about staying away from foolish controversies, dumb arguments, genie Over and over and over. Over well, and over. It says quit arguing about things that don't matter. That's why we end up with 25,000 different mm-hmm. denominations. You, everybody got their creed and – we ought to all come together on Jesus, him coming in flesh, dying on a cross, being buried and raised from the dead. Believe that, repent, have somebody baptize you. You're a member of the church now, the kingdom of God, and let's go. You would think it's that simple, but evidently not. Humans just love buildings. <laughs> they do. They and they love buildings. And they love to make rules about the, what yeah. goes on in that building. That's just, what was your old line, Jace? The only rule the Robertson bunch had, the only rule is there are no rules. <laughs> yeah, I said that in a Bible class, and hand went up. I disagree. Yeah. I'm like, I figured you, you remember that? <laughs> you, I remember that. There's the Seinfeld episode where they were making – Kramer goes down to the – they had the old folks' place where they all go into Florida, and they had all the rules on each other. Oh. Everybody's going around. And, and, and Seinfeld said, do you not understand that these people have lived and worked their entire lives to retire in these places and then enforce the rules of this play? That, that, <laughs> that's what they've lived for. They, and he was like – because you know, he just rolls in. Kramer tried to take over. I don't remember the background. But I thought that's ex- – he's exactly right. People love to set the rule like – we're going to set what we're going to do. I've been so worried about it with this, with the pandemic and meeting again. Cause I thought, Oh man, you know, they call them Karen's now. I, was, I don't want the Democrats have gone nuts over these oh, rules. Goodness. It's just, they rules love it. Rules. Put you under a bind. What else you got, Al? Well, we're about out of time. So that's, that was pretty good. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, a little bit more about the Godhead because we just kind of brushed over that, his actual question. But we do talk about it quite a bit. But that is confusing to people. Sometimes it's hard to understand how is how can it be three and yet it's one and how, how do they become flesh? So we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit on the next uh, podcast, along with a few other questions. Um, keep them coming, by the way. We love that. Don't forget about Dad's book, Jesus Politics. Um, you can check that out, uh, different places to go, pre-order. Um, and get you a copy of that as well. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook, and be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.